At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. The 2024 presidential campaign features two candidates who are very well known to Americans. And yet, there's complexity at every turn. Criminal trials for one of those candidates. Young voters who are angry. The Campaign Moment podcast from The Washington Post gives you what matters. I'm Aaron Blake, and I'm covering my 10th election cycle. My colleagues and I have insights that you won't find anywhere else. So follow the Campaign Moment right now, wherever you're listening. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste. Or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products. Because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger. Fresh for everyone. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. This is VSIN's Big Bets with Dave Ross and Amal Shaw on VSIN, the sports betting network. And we begin the Monday edition of Big Bets here on VSIN. Dave Ross and Amal Shaw coming to you from South Point Casino and Hotel in fabulous Las Vegas, Nevada. You were moonlighting, sir, over the weekend, and I saw you. You look sharp. Thank you. Did you enjoy the fights? I did. It was great. Uh, there was Tank some, got it done. He did. And there was also some good fights in the crowd with Meek Mill and a couple other guys. Yeah, what was know? going on there? Hey, welcome to a boxing match. <laughs> some of the best fights you, are in the stands. You're calling the fight for showtime. Are you looking behind you and saying, what the hell is going on here? I saw it. I was actually, I was seated at that point for Tank's fight ringside. And I see a fight break out. And then I see Jim Gray scurry across. <laughs> and it was pretty funny. You know that when Jim Gray is scurrying across, something's <laughs> going on yeah. there. So uh, good to have you back, my friend. Thank Missed you. you over the weekend. Obviously, uh, to quote... Uh, the late, great Jack Buck. I don't believe what I just saw. There was a couple games, the way they ended yesterday. We throw around the term bad beat. If you had the Jets plus three and a half, that's a bad beat. I had them. If you had the Colts, either money line or two and a half, fourth and 20, Davis Mills, and you get, and then you give up the two. I mean, are you kidding that, me? That's the worst beat in the history of gambling. The guy had it in Survivor, right? For $2 million. I don't know. You know, it could have been 2.3, 2.5, maybe even three if he didn't play the Rams or the Bengals. Yeah. Or the Vikings. Or the Vikings. Well, I'm oh, yeah. sorry. You're talking about the Super Bowl. Right, right, right. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Now, again, I was on the Colts, but I didn't lose that kind of cash. Yeah, so for people that are unfamiliar with the Survivor contest at Circa, it's a season-long contest in which you pick one team to be able to advance. You can't use that team twice in a season. He had an option of, I believe, Jacksonville. Mm-hmm. Um and then, of course, Minnesota, which Kelly referenced, and the Indianapolis Colts. I will say this. Um, I did not buy the notion that everyone talked about, oh, the Texans don't want to win. You know, actually, it's economically better for Houston to have lost that game. Now, with the two seed instead of the one seed in the NFL draft mm-hmm. for the Bears, it won't have to pay as much as the number one overall seed. Yeah, it's not. It's The difference is minimal. But, look, the Bears are probably not taking a quarterback in all likelihood, Correct. Correct. Now, here's something, again, talked about it with Brent Musburger yesterday on Countdown to Kickoff, and we kind of theorized that if this happened this way, like, and that that was kind of the reason, like, and we're going to get into Lovey Smith and that whole fiasco there, what happened. It's Black Monday. Cliff Kingsbury, by the way, is officially out. That happened this morning. Lovey Smith, uh, that happened last night. He is officially out. But now that the Bears do have the number one pick, by the way, the Bears didn't try to win that game. They played Nathan Peterman, and then they benched Nathan Peterman and went to some who was, I can't remember who the backup to Nathan Peterman was. But they clearly knew, all right, boys, it does not behoove us to even try to win this game, okay? 
if you're the Texans, and I know Lovey Smith, if you if you let Lovey Smith coach that game, Lovey's going to try to win it. I don't blame Lovey for that. I blame the front office. If your if your goal is to secure that number one pick, which it should have been, Houston, now and this is what I talked about with Brent yesterday a little bit. Okay, yeah, the Bears of the one pick. Will Anderson should be the pick. Will Anderson won't be the pick, not at one, because nobody else is going to take Will Anderson one. So now, Amal, I look at this, and again, I was in D.C. when when Mike Shanahan mm-hmm. basically swapped three first-round picks to move up to number two to get Robert Griffin the third. Three first-rounders. I got into it that day with Mike when he said, well, it's not three first-rounders. First, first well, it is. It was two future ones, and you swapped once, right? So it was still semantics, but it was three number ones at the end of the day. Somebody's going to call Ryan Poles and say, let's make a deal. Because you don't want Will Anderson, you can get him at two, maybe even three. Because if you know Houston's going to be locked into two, the Bears basically have two moving positions to get better value. It would be malpractice for the Bears to hold on to the one pick and take Will Anderson, in my opinion, at one. Oh, for, uh, I didn't think we were going to go down this path right now, but now we got to address this. Why is that? Because the value of the two quarterbacks, whether it's C.J. Stroud or whether it's Bryce Young, you can maximize your bargaining chips for the Bears now with that one seed, knowing that Houston's taking a quarterback at two and somebody else is going to try to hop up and get the other guy. So you are in a perfect position of power to figure out a way to still get Will Anderson and get future picks by sliding down to the spot that you know you can still get Will. I don't know if it's a guarantee. I think the first four guys off the board in no particular order are going to be Bryce Young, C.J. Stroud, Will Anderson, and Jalen Carter. And I think Jalen Carter's got a potential to be the first overall pick. And I would point to one thing. Look at what number 97 has been able to do for the San Francisco 49ers. You get a difference maker on defense. We've seen the impact that Aaron Donald's been able to have throughout his career with the uh, L.A. Rams. You look at what J.J. Watt had done previously in his career. Now, Houston didn't win much, but the reality of it was they didn't have the good management in terms of overall what they were doing. But... I, you know, look, you can, the great thing is with these rookie scale deals, you can move on from guys pretty quickly. I I don't look at as necessarily being a slam dunk. You look at Will Anderson's numbers. They rival what Derek Thomas did at Alabama. And for people that don't remember Derek Thomas, how great Derek Thomas was at Alabama. I mean, it was absolutely unbelievable. I, I thought, I thought the biggest criminal offense we've seen in college football in the last couple of decades was Will Anderson not being a Heisman finalist last year, but Jay, uh, but Hutchison was right. Every single statistical category, Will Anderson was superior and it's not even close. And you sit there and suggest you're implied. This guy's an absolute dude. He was a dude coming out of high school. He's an absolute beast right now coming out of Bama. I get your point. I I think to me, if you're the bears, look, if you're not going to take a quarterback, which I don't think they will, they'll, they'll go with Justin Fields for a couple more seasons. You've got to get some defensive help. That defense was atrocious. You got rid of your two big cogs in Roquan Smith and and, uh, and Quinn when you traded those guys away before the deadline. I agree with everything you just said, and I think the Bears should still trade down and still get Will Anderson. Like, I look at the Raiders at seven. We're going to get into April, and I can't wait, you know, who's going to be the number one pick and all these. There's going to be so many gesticulations between now and then for teams that want to trade up potentially to one. The problem will be how do they still get Will Anderson, right? So that's it's, it's incumbent upon Ryan Poles right now and Matt Eberflus if this is the guy they've identified as their number one pick to maximize the value of the, the Texans screwing up and somebody's going to leapfrog over Houston to get the quarterback they want. I, I, I do believe that as we sit here today – on Black Monday, Lovey Smith is out in Houston. They're bringing in a new head coach. We don't know who that's going to be. Probably going to go offense because normally when you break up with a blonde, you go to the brunette. You break up with a defensive guy, you go to the offensive guy. I'm assuming Houston's going to go offense. And that offensive guy is going to say, give me my quarterback. And my quarterback is X. What happens if they live in Southeast Asia? They're limited, limited options on blondes. It's true. I mean, I'm <laughs> just sure you asking. Can, you get probably fine. You really have to comb. You're going to have to search. All I'm saying is this. Look, I don't think it's a slam dunk. It, it depends on your preference. If you look after the game against Georgia, I'm going to tell you right now, there are people going, you know what? We're taking CJ Stroud. This guy can make every throw. He can make enough plays. And here's the other problem for Bryce Young. He's a tremendous quarterback. I don't think there's few bigger fans of Bryce Young than I am. But size is going to be a factor when you see him and you go, well, you know, that kid down in Miami, I don't even know if he's going to get to a second contract because of his injury history. We saw it in Alabama with Tua. We saw it with Bryce Young at Alabama. So, to me, it's going to be interesting. I, I don't think it's a slam dunk. And, you know, everybody goes, well, Houston should lose. Houston should lose. 
There are 53 men on that roster that are worried about their job. And if you're on a team that's drafting in the top five, you probably aren't in a situation where you're looking at a guarantee for next year. Maybe there's certain guys that are, but a lot of guys are fringe guys who may not be in a roster. You're playing to put something good on tape, whether it's for the Texans or any other team. And I, I always hate that assertion or notion that these guys are going to tank because they want the first pick. I mean, I'm not sitting here worried about who's the guy that's going to replace me here. No, nor should you. Well, but, no, because I know they're not going to say the things I'm going to say. <laughs> Correct. <laughs> now, uh, Kelly, like, to me, it's fascinating when you look at the odds of uh, who will be the number one pick. Yeah. And the reason why I bring this up now, because these are the type of, because of what happened yesterday with Houston and Indianapolis, these are the dominoes that immediately fall. I look at the Colts at four. Look, Arizona, if they want to move on from Kyler Murray, good luck. You are saddled to him with that contract, even though Cliff Kingsbury, again, officially has been released of his duties this morning as head coach at Arizona. He was brought in because of Kyler Murray. And now Cliff Kingsbury is gone. The Colts are the wild card at four because if the Colts are going to sit there and go, okay, well, Bears are going to take a quarterback. Cardinals aren't going to take a quarterback, you think. They're thinking, well, then I get the other guy not named C.J. Stroud or Bryce Young. Well, that's still, you're going to play roulette because there are going to be other teams that might want to hop up, i.e. the Raiders at seven. If they've now moved on from Derek Carr, we'll find out. I like Jared Goff and what he's done this year. I think we like what Geno Smith has done, which is amazing. You're a playoff team, Seattle, and you still have a five pick overall because of that deal for Russell Wilson. They are sitting in the catbird seat. Think of that. They make the postseason, get the pick from Denver, and, they're, and they have the fifth overall pick. Listen, Hawk Harrelson. Before you sit there and say, I'm telling you right now, if I've got C.J. Stroud or Bryce Young available, I am taking them every day of the week and twice on Sundays over Geno Smith. Woo! Well, I don't know if he's going to get to five. No, my point being is you could theoretically move up because uh-huh. you have because of where you're drafting. I, I think it's worth it if you're getting a franchise quarterback. If you look at certain teams and the acquisition, look, I get it didn't work out with RG3 in Washington, but there are certain other teams if you make a move and you get a certain type of quarterback and you go, hey, this guy's worth it for us long term then you don't worry about that first-round pick. No, I just think that Ryan Poles is so happy. He should send a gift basket to Lovey Smith or hire him, uh, put him on a staff. Because you have, when I just look at the, you look at the picks here, okay? One is the Bears, two is the Texans, three is the Cardinals, four is the Colts, five is the Seahawks, six is the Lions, seven Raiders, eight is the Falcons, nine Panthers. I'm going to stop right there, okay? Out of the top nine uh, teams drafting, there are one, two, three, potentially four, five, six of the nine in the quarterback market. You have just enriched the potential for Ryan Poles to get his guy, whether it's Will Anderson, and make a deal only in the top nine to still let that team get their quarterbacks. We got ours in Justin Fields, and we get Will Anderson and potentially a number one pick somewhere down the road. I mean, they're, they're, they might have the Seattle Seahawks model from Russell Wilson a year ago. I don't necessarily agree with you about the nine teams. I mean, uh, the number of teams you're suggesting because the Bears, the Cardinals, maybe Seattle, depending on how they want to go, Detroit, Atlanta. Well, they got they have Desmond Ritter. Well, so. not going Desmond. I mean, like, if you have a chance to get – is Desmond Ritter the answer in the ATL? Wasn't he like a second or third round pick? I think it was third round pick, right? But, but still, yeah. like, yeah, it's a third round pick. It's a high pick. You don't like to waste those. But, you know, Sam Darnold in Carolina – like, there are teams out there in the top 10 that are going to be calling Ryan Poles to say, what's the asking price? And that's all because of Lovey Smith. We'll talk about that and more national championship tonight as well. We'll break it down. Come on back. Big bets here on VEASAN, the Sports Betting Network. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bed 365 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. The best conversations I have with my colleagues are the ones that happen when no one is looking, when we're not 100% sure yet what to write. Hopefully, having conversations like this can help you figure out your own point of view. That's kind of our job as Washington Post opinions columnists. I'm Charles Lane, Deputy Opinion Editor. And I'm Amanda Ripley, a contributing columnist. We're going to bring you into these conversations on a new podcast called Impromptu. Follow Impromptu now wherever you listen. 
Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. We're now joined by three-time NBA Sixth Man of the Year, elite bucket getter let's please welcome jamal crawford to point game king of the court one-on-one tournament if they had it back in your prime do you think he could have took it all i'm gonna be honest with you i don't think i could have took it all but i think i would have shocked a lot of people i think kobe and everybody in their prime kobe would win a one-on-one contest yeah I, yeah because you gotta think Love he's it. gonna guard he don't care about guarding he's gonna guard he's gonna exactly. guard like you see him in the olympics exactly. he's gonna guard and then on I'm top of that like that see that Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Sam Cassell to Point Game. I remember you came out from crying tears. <laughs> crying tears. I mean, he was in a culture shock. And then he's, he's going to withdraw us about winning. Remember what I told you? I said, I said, OG, you think I can get paid and go back and play in college because he ain't need it. <laughs> Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. VSIN's Big Bets with Dave Ross and Amal Shaw on VSIN, the sports betting network. If you're looking for a betting edge on football's big game, the VSIN experts have you covered. Become a VSIN Pro subscriber with the introductory offer of just $9.99. VSIN Pro subscribers get access to our daily recap of the top plays made by VSIN show hosts and guests, tools like our betting splits that let you see where the money and bets are moving for every game, deep dive betting reports, VSIN betting guides for the biggest games of the season, where our experts break down brackets, best bets, and all the big game props. Don't miss out on this limited time offer. Visit VSIN.com slash subscribe today to sign up for just $9.99. become part of the Sports Betting Network. That's V-S-I-N slash subscribe. Back alongside Amal Shaw, who was just chomping down some Fritos during the break. (laughs) I mean, who eats Fritos at 11.15 Pacific time? Well, when you have the best audio engineer in the game... Did he, he could, not, could, was that picked up by the mics? Could they pick up your uh, the audio of you? I don't, I don't oh. know. He did step away, though. To, to he step away. This is not my first rodeo. <laughs> Dave, I've, I've come back from break with this guy before, and he's had half a bagel jammed in the side of his That's mouth. That's <laughs> we, we get about four-minute breaks. So you've yeah. got a window in between inside, inside politics two, here. Two and a half this first one, to be fair. This is, this is only two and a half. This I, is a shorter I, break. I eat like I stole something. Trust me. <laughs> Uh, let's talk about the national championship tonight. It's something you and I theorized last week when you look at TCU against Georgia. And we saw again, before the national semifinals were played, they had the hypothetical matchups. And if TCU were to play Georgia, they were saying about 15 and a half was what the number was. Ooh, that immediately got, once it got released about 14, 13 and a half, I got bet down to 12 as low as 12. Look what the market's doing now. We're going back up, up, up. 13 is where it is now. Total's ticking a little bit upward, 63 and a half. I think we kind of anticipated that. I don't know if it's all sharp money here coming back in on Georgia after TCU got bet down. That feels like what we're starting to see. Where is this before this kicks off here in about, what, five hours or so? Yeah, I think it's probably going to stay right here at 13. I think this number is pretty good in terms of from a betting standpoint. I'll tell you one thing I've come to realize looking at this matchup. I don't actually hate any teams in college football. I hate fan bases. I think that's what it is. I, yeah. I like. I don't actually like people like. Oh, you hate Michigan? No, I don't actually hate Michigan. I, I've come to realize it's the fan base. Mm-hmm. I never thought about Georgia for four decades, right? Because you're like, it's it's like that great John Stewart line. What do Americans think of Canadians? We don't. It's like the way we thought of Georgia. We don't. <laughs> we never were worried about you for no four offense, decades. Canada. Well, no offense, Georgia. You guys were irrelevant for four <laughs> decades. But you know what I realized. I don't. I could. I didn't bet this game. I couldn't care less about this game. I was. I'm mad the college basketball doesn't have any of the Power Five leagues playing tonight, which I knew they wouldn't. And I'm like, we got to talk about a game in which I'm still ticked off that if Ryan Day goes for it on fourth and one in his own 34, mm. they win the game. They get in the first down, they win the game. I hear you. I, I might have one for us later. 
Well, the Bucks, the Bucks are a dog tonight. I don't know about that one, Amal. Don't know about that one. We'll get to the NBA though. We do okay, have to end on this say. game. I'm ready to talk NBA right now because I'm going to tell you right now. <laughs> but this no, game- no, no, this is a, it's a rite of passage because we have to watch the national championship because it's the national championship. That is right? very true, unfortunately. I'm, I'm with the ball, though. Like this, I am not excited I know, about this game. It's like, a weird all. feel, isn't it? It is a weird. But feel. even from a betting perspective, I, I feel the same way. This, I, was, I was texting with Timmy Timmy Doyle, a buddy, comes on the show all the time, and, and Timmy's like, "Man, what do you think about tonight?" And I'm like, "You know, I don't even know if I have an opinion anymore. Like, I yeah. had one, and I, after some of the bad beats yesterday, I feel scarred, and I'm like." Do I really want to hop back in with his numbers been fluctuating a little bit? And now it feels like it's settling at 13. I do lean towards the under in the first half. That's about the strongest play I have because I think there will be a feeling out process. But I think it could get there in the second half. It could open up a little bit. But I'm all past that. This is such a weird game to handicap because I don't think we anticipated this one happening. Well, yeah, I would agree with you there. But I think the one thing you'd point to when you look at both teams and no disrespect to them, I know they're both here. But the argument can be made, should be made, that neither of these teams should be playing in this game. And I think that's part of it. Look, I, I hope we get a great competitive game. The one thing that bodes well is when you look at teams historically that have been double-digit favorites in a national championship game. Doesn't, going doesn't back, work out well. You know, Kelly remembers the Florida State-Oklahoma game. Mm-hmm. I'm still ticked off that that center from Oklahoma had the bad snap. I so <laughs> wanted that shutout against Free Shoes U. Oh, oh my, my God. God. I'm still irritated was it, was about like that. 13-3 20, or something? Or? 13-2. 13-2? 20, 20 years in later, that, 22 years later. In I'm that, still uh, it was a messy field that night. Yeah, it was rainy. Oh, what a terrible game that and was. And then the next year, you've got... Uh, Jason White was the quarterback, right? Uh, no, Jason White was against LSU. Oh, he was later. Yeah, he was later. That's, I, this was the Josh those, Heupel game. Oh, the Josh Heupel game, yeah. And then, you know, you look at Miami, was a big favorite, 13 and a half, 14 points against Ohio State, and they lose that game in overtime. But I think the one thing when you look at the Frogs is Miller. Is he healthy? That's my concern. Remember, mm. he went out in the game against Michigan with right. the ankle injury. He's got tremendous speed on the perimeter. He can be a difference maker at the running back position. I'll tell you the thing that I was really impressed with the Frogs against Michigan, though. They tackled very well, minus a big run by Edwards early on. thought they did a great job of wrapping guys up at the line of scrimmage when the opportunity presented itself, even if it was down the field. Um, defensively for Georgia, can Duggan and company take advantage of the fact that Georgia's pass defense has been vastly overrated all year, minus the game against Tennessee? On the flip side, I think Stetson Bennett, and maybe Georgia fans will realize, in my opinion, if he wins a national championship, and I get a lot of Georgia people won't agree with this, I think he's the second greatest player in Georgia history Woo. behind wow. Herschel Walker. Herschel's top Herschel's five all time, exactly. right? You're not beating Hersh. Yeah, 34 is just at a different level. But what Stetson Bennett's been able to do, his mobility, you know, everyone kept on saying Kirby can't win a big game, can't win a big game. And then all of a sudden, after the rematch against Bama in the uh, SEC title game, wins the game, the entire narrative changes. So this program in 13 months has been able to change the perceptions of who they are just overnight. He's got an opportunity to do something Saban hasn't done in the college football playoff, which is go back to back. And you know, Alabama gets grandfathered into this thing like a clause. It's unbelievable that what Kirby's in a potential and an opportunity to be able to do. I think the one thing, if you look at, look, TCU's a good football team, and I think they deserve a ton of credit for what Dykes has done. But he has set the bar so high for all these other coaches coming in. Dennis Erickson, who took over at Miami, Larry Coker at um, Miami Miami as well. They won national titles in their first year. But I think it's going to be very difficult um, for teams to be able to duplicate the success, and they're going to expect it from a new hire to come in and get this team into a playoff situation wherever they're hired along. So it'll be interesting to see what happens. But the Dogs have a great opportunity to win a second national title in two years when you're facing off against TCU. Out of the four teams they could have played, I'm sorry, the three teams, Ohio State, Michigan, and, and TCU, this is the dream scenario to win it all. I think so. I think we're going to wake up tomorrow and go, that was too easy, right? Like, I, I want to root for Horn Frogs just so I can do this and put my Horn Frog symbol up in the air, right? <laughs> like, it might be your last day, Dave. This might be second it. last day. Yeah, right, yeah. but, like, I, I, I want to root for them, and I want to take the 13, and I just think it's going to be the wrong side at the end of the yeah, day. I, don't, don't you feel I, like I mean, it? I keep thinking, too, like, do, do you let this get started, and does, you know, if Georgia goes up 7-10-0, can you hop in on, on Duggan in the TCU offense and hope to get a backdoor or right. something like that, but... I don't know, Maul. Even even that to me seems a little a little like a risky plan tonight. I tend to agree with you. Just something in me feels like I, I look. I normally say take the points, but it feels like I, I have a feeling the points aren't going to matter. I exactly. I think TCU is going to have a shot to win this game, or I think Georgia covers the number pretty easily. I'm not sure what to expect in terms of the game itself and how it plays out, but 
This is going to be interesting. A couple games that I want to bring up, and I think we were on them earlier this season in the regular season. One that sticks out for me, if you're looking for a glimmer of hope for the Horned Frogs tonight, and that would be the Texas game. That was supposed to be a shootout. That game was supposed to be in the 60s, right? I think the total was maybe even as high as 70, if, if memory serves. And that became a defense. Well, you mentioned the tackling for TCU. Mm-hmm. If the, To me, that's the strategy for TCU, ironically. I know people think they got to get in a shootout. That's the way they win, like the Michigan game. Uh-uh. I think the other way. I think if they can make, if they can make Georgia become running, a running team, limit possessions, I actually think if they limit possessions with Georgia, that's the better way to win for them. I actually think a lower-scoring game would favor TCU. I actually agree with you. I think Georgia could move the ball potentially. The Texas game was 64-and-a-half, to your point, low-scoring game. Uh, TCU wins 17-10. I think this team can win in different ways. Mm-hmm. Um, I- I'll tell you one thing, though. They impressed me against Michigan's defense. This Georgia defense should not be compared to last year's defense. I think it's criminal to do that. But I, I think the Frogs still can put up some points. I don't think people should discount what they're capable of doing. I think both quarterbacks' mobility will present some challenges to these defenses. I, when you look at today's college football, I think it's very difficult to recruit a quarterback who doesn't have mobility. It just hurts you offensively. Mm-hmm. Because when everything breaks down, you see the quarterback run for it, and all of a sudden you're like, okay, this guy's it – was, it was a perfect example in the game on Saturday between uh, Jacksonville and Tennessee. There were a couple plays you saw at Dobbs. You're like, all right, he's got the first down. Yeah. You see the linebacker chasing him. I'm like, he's not getting him before he gets to five yards. Well, and again, by the way, if you look at TCU, if you're looking to back the under, I know it's tough because when you look at TCU's schedule this year, would they play one under game against Texas, that 17-10 game? Outside of that, they put up 38, 59, 42, 55, 38, 43, 38, 41, 34, 29, and 62, and then, what, 1,000 against Michigan. So, I mean, it's I, it's hard to get there in an underplay, yeah. but I do think the Texas game, ironically, the one that really sticks out like a sore thumb when you look at their overall body of work, that might be the best way because I don't think they win a shootout with Georgia. I think Georgia would score at will if it gets into that type type of tempo like that against Michigan. It should be interesting. Washington banged up the tight end because they run a lot of you know uh, two tight end sets. Uh, so it'll be interesting to see what the dogs do. You know, Ohio State did a good job on Bowers. Let's see how TCU does against him. Seven and a half is the first half number for Georgia. Thirty-one and a half is that total. By the way, if you're thinking about those first half plays, as I am. When we get back. One of the worst beats that I can recall in quite some time. We'll break it down for you next here on Big Bets on Visa, the Sports Betting Network. VSIN's Big Bets with Dave Ross and Amal Shaw on VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. Welcome back. This segment of Eastern Big Bets is presented by Zen Nicotine Pouches, the surprisingly simple way to enjoy nicotine on your terms. Zen Nicotine Pouches are a fresher, simpler way to enjoy nicotine that have helped millions of people achieve a lasting change by offering smoke-free and spit-free satisfaction. I don't know about you, but there have been times in my life where I needed to make a change, like betting the Jets plus three and a half. I knew I needed to make that change, but I wasn't always ready. I'm sure a lot of smokers and dippers out there can relate. Zen understands there isn't one right time to make a change, Everyone's timeline is just a little bit different. Everyone is on their own journey. So whenever you feel like you're ready to take that first step towards change, Zen will be there for you with the right strength, the right flavor at the right time. If you're thinking about making a change, you want to learn more today, check out Zen Nicotine Pouches at Zen.com. That's Z-Y-N.com. Warning, this product does contain nicotine. Nicotine is an addictive chemical. Back alongside Amal Shaw, just a reminder here, we're going to have Ben Falks join us here, our VEASAN VP of Digital Content to see some of the bad beats that Ben saw out there and some of the big wagers he saw over the weekend. (sighs) I do you want to bring it up. There's too much scar tissue. It's too soon. But Jets, three and a half, you know, pitchy, pitchy, woo-woo, they give up a safety, whatever. Colts, fourth and 20, and whatever. Texans get it. it. There's a few phrases I'm going to need you to retire. And one of them starts with that. So we saw the pitchy, pitchy, woo-woo, and it just Where, where the it, hell did you get that? that that's Scott, a, a Scott Van Pelt. Yeah. It's an SVP. And basically, he came up with it because what the, what the hell? You got to call this something. We yeah, what see you it call, way too often. Throw the ball all backwards it, yeah. and then just give up points when there's no, no reason to give up describe it how it is. When we saw the Illinois game, we knew Tommy DeVito couldn't throw a regular pass. Right. Why the hell would anybody expect him to complete a lateral 30 but yards across the field? But at least on that play, they got 60 yards down the field before the pitchy-pitchy woo-woo, and then you get the reverse gate pitch, uh, 
touchdown six. The Jets game was an abomination of the Jets three and a half, and you watch the last three seconds of the game, it's going to just give you nightmares for years. The Colts game will give you nightmares for, for maybe a couple months. The one that's going to stick in your craw from yesterday, if you are a sports better, was the Colin Morikawa backers out there. Now, oh, what happened there? Well, Colin Morikawa, for those that weren't watching golf yesterday, because I wasn't watching golf yesterday. Well, why would you have watched all weekend, Dave? He was cruising, I man. watched Saturday, Kelly, and I saw him birdie 18, yeah. take a seven-shot lead. I've got a ticket, plus 2250. Kelly's on Colin Morikawa. Well. Same ticket, yep. We're, we're sitting pretty. So here's the problem, and this is why, really, this is a lesson out there, sports bettors. One, there's no such thing as a sure thing. There isn't. And I was getting congratulatory DMs and texts. What a great pick. Those are the kiss of death. Whoever did that to Dave, stop doing it. You don't do that in sports betting. You know who you are, people out there. They were doing it. Don't be that person in the media that doesn't call the person out. What? Call them out. Well, like, nah, I mean, well, <laughs> well like, like Dan Plesak, really nice guy, former major league pitcher, of course, does a great job at MLB Network. I love Dan. He's a great dude. But, like, when you get those texts on a Saturday, you're like, oh, no. Like, it, it's the Tim Doyle. Hey, the under's in. Oh, overtime. Like, like, there's certain people out there in this space. You know you don't do that. You're just calling for the jinx. Anyway. Morikawa has got a seven-shot lead going into the final round. Wow. I did not even look for a hedgeable spot because really, like, what like, – I'm trying to think in my mind, what golfer could even possibly conceivably run down Kyle Morikawa at this tournament? You know, on a course where there's no penalty areas, really. You're not hitting Nobody's making water. bogeys. Yeah, you're not – Well, yeah. the scores are basically 20 under, 21, right? One of the easiest courses on tour, Dave. So, Kyle Morikawa began the day at 25 under, I do believe. And I believe he went bogey, bogey, bogey. He's the only player on in the field yesterday to have a three straight three stretch holes of bogey, bogey, bogey. Nobody else did it the entire weekend. And that was on the back nine as John Rahm was going absolutely nuclear. To all of a sudden, I'm getting these texts. Oh no, you shouldn't have to sweat this out. I'm like, what are they talking about? I'm watching the Cowboys against the Commanders. I'm not even looking. I checked in. I checked in when Colin was on the back nine and had a five-shot lead with mm-hmm. five holes to play. Of all, I don't even think about looking at the live numbers. Kelly Bidwin did because he's smart. I just went. Oh, that's uh, bending the truth a little bit. Yeah. Please continue. <laughs> Take my greatest salt. <laughs> but I'm thinking, what? I don't need. I need to watch what's happening with Dak. What's going on with the Eagles? He's getting tight against the G-men. Like. That's where my focus was, and because of that, I missed out on an opportunity. If you look at Morikawa's meltdown on your screen, there's a graph. Yeah, let's walk through this, Dave. You're Go right, ahead, right. Kelly. It's 12.40 Hawaiian time, whatever that was. Uh, I have no idea it, what that, time that is that, that classified is for us. Hawaiian time? Or I don't know. What's that, 3 a.m. Yeah, our they time? Don't, they don't do daylight savings, so right now when we had the uh, – Ball back right now. They're three hours behind us, or okay. no, actually two hours behind now. Now remember, so, this is going on while NFL football yeah. is going on, so you know where my mind is. I'm gonna take you through the highs and lows of this day, oh, just because you know. We, let's do the. Let's just torture. We love pain. Let's just torture ourselves here. 12:40 p.m. Morikawa 27 under through eight holes. Rom sits 21 under through 10 holes. Oh my god! At, at that point, Dave. According to Data Golf, our win percentage on Morikawa is 97.5%. It's not even That's, 99% we're having this conversation? Yeah, it's 97.5. I remember Ferris being 97.5%. <laughs> I'm going to tell right. you, when you get done with this ramp, please finish. Uh, yeah, yeah, it's fine. That's 1% on John Rom. Okay, let's fast forward. 1%. Fast forward an hour and 15 minutes to uh, 1.55 p.m. Morikawa, 26 under now through 14. This is where they're tied. Rom, 26 under through 15, okay? Chance there, 61% uh, for Morikawa, 38% for Rom. This is where I hedged, finally. Morikawa made his first bogey. This is right after he made his first bogey. What, what number did you get when you Plus hedged? Plus 180 on Rom. On the tournament favorite, I thought that was a pretty good number. Uh, at 2.10 p.m. is where we see the flip. Morikawa now bogeys again. He's down to 25 under through through 15. His win percentage is 25%. Rom is 23 uh, 26 under through 16 win percentage, 75%. Do we have a number on what you could have gotten wrong before oh, the final round? Of course we round? do, Dave. Of course we got all those. Yeah, See, like, you know, because I'm thinking them all. If Why I, don't you just tell us what it is? <laughs> it's like movie phone over here. Come on, buddy. Yeah, that's a Why don't you just tell film. me what movie great you want to see? Film. Why don't you just tell me how much money I could have won? So this is Morikawa. This is his live odds. So you would have seen his up to... 
what is that, minus 20,000? 20,000 of them all on the back nine. I shouldn't have had to watch this. I should not have had to sweat it. I was The Texans I was getting were correct. You should not have to sweat this. And I'm like, what are they talking about? The Cowboys? Oh, no, no. They're talking about Kyle Moore Cow falling all over himself. Look, I'm probably going to say what a ball's about to say because he's probably waiting to say this. Unfortunately, Dave, and I had this conversation with Kevin, our great audio op here this morning, especially us, those of us who played poker for a long time, bad beat, the word means something different, and bad beat... In sports betting, I think it's thrown around too much. Yeah. We unfortunately bet on a full tournament event. We didn't bet on three and a half rounds. We bet on four rounds. The outcome of four rounds was John Rahm wins this tournament. You sign up to play 60 minutes, boys. You know you know who the best college basketball team in America is for the first 20 minutes of a game? Who's that? The Georgetown Hoyas. They I cover am. every first half like a machine. Yep. Saturday, they're getting 18 against Marquette. They're up two at the break. Somehow they don't cover the 18. Mm. They do this every week. All I'm saying is, look, I, I feel for you. I, I didn't pay attention to anything that was happening over there in Hawaii over the weekend. But that's, that's definitely a tough beat. But I'll tell you, I, I want to get your guys' thoughts on this. What is the worst bad, bad beat in the history that you can recall? And what is the worst sporting event bad beat? Oh, well, there's there's the a difference one, between the two. There's the worst one ever is fictitious. It was Nicolas Cage in Honeymoon in Vegas. I had a straight flush. <laughs> Would you like a fruit plate with that? <laughs> Because remember, it was James Conn. He goes, yes. oh, it's amazing. <laughs> to the king. Yes. <laughs> I mean, I don't, do, you even, do you even remember some of the poker hands you've had them all? I mean, there's been too oh, many. I, I, re, dude, I remember hands that I'm not even involved in. I remember really? everyone. Uh, I mean, well, I mean I've been beat by runner, runner so many times. I mean, you get tired of it. No, I, my favorite standard line is when people go, can you believe I lost on the river? I said, no, I can't relate. I'm 131 on the ro- no on the river. I've never lost. <laughs> what is this, your first day playing poker? Are you kidding me? How about, how about when you're set over set and you're all in for tons of money and a guy hits quads? Yeah. Here's the problem, though, gentlemen. For, for, so, like, because I didn't watch the meltdown as it was happening, yeah. I just had to be informed of said meltdown as it was happening. Oh, man. I now have scar tissue on Kyle Morikawa. Oh, so, does, is, so does he. So does he, that's I was going to say. That's yeah. the bigger problem. So this is a two-time major champion who – has this tournament won? I'm listening to Golf Channel this morning. They're saying, I don't know how he slept last night. That's what they're saying. He's done this twice now, Dave, in the past, like, 14 months. Yeah, Tw- the 2021 hero, uh, hero was in December 2021, right? So in that time period, he basically did the same thing. Hovland won that. He gave it away. I, there's Morikawa is one of the best golfers on the planet. He he holds some of the greatest meltdowns though right now in tournament. I don't, I don't know how I bet him again because he, that scar tissue is real, especially in an individual sport like like golf. They're like field goal kickers. Once they go off the reservation, oh, sometimes it's tough until you see them come back and you can't back them. And I think that's the case. Yep, yeah, like Jordan's, it's like Jordan Spieth has got a bit of that. Like it's really hard for Jordy to put four rounds together now. You know, Morikawa now is in that category. But again. I just look at it and I go, if I was just paying attention like Kelly was, I could have hedged and figured out, oh, this could happen. I can get Romer at five to one or a two to one or something. Alas, that didn't happen. When we come back, we're going to be joined by our betting expert, Ben Fox, who's our VP of digital content here to figure out what he saw over the weekend. That is next here on Big Bets on VEASAN. Kyle Morcow, I hope you got some sleep last night. I did not. We're back in a moment. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. I bet you're smart. Yeah, and you like to hold your own in the group chat. We can help you drop even more knowledge. My name is Martine Powers. And I'm Elahe Izadi. We host a daily news podcast called Post Reports. Every weekday afternoon, Post Reports takes you inside an important and interesting story with the kind of reporting that you can only get from The Washington Post. You can listen to Post Reports wherever you get your podcasts. Go find it now and hit follow. 
Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. We're now joined by three-time NBA Sixth Man of the Year, elite bucket getter let's please welcome jamal crawford to point game king of the court one-on-one tournament if they had it back in your prime do you think you could have took it all i'm gonna be honest with you i don't think i could have took it all but i think i would have shocked a lot of people i think kobe and everybody in their prime kobe would win a one-on-one contest yeah yeah because you gotta think he's gonna guard he don't care about guarding He's going to guard. He's going to exactly. guard. Like, you see him in the Olympics, exactly. he's going to guard. And then on I'm top of that. like that, see that? Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Sam Cassell to Point Game. I remember you came out from crying tears. <laughs> crying tears. I mean, he was in a culture shock. And then I, his, he's going to withdraw us about winning. Remember what so. I told you? I said, I said, OG, you think I can get paid and go back and play in college because he didn't need it. <laughs> Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. VSIN's Big Bets with Dave Ross and Amal Shaw on VSIN, the sports betting network. With the start of the new year's, Bet Rivers Online Sportsbook is your home now for all the latest lines, odds, and boosts. Whether you're a football, hockey, or basketball fan, Bet Rivers has you covered. Join us every week for new promotions like our Tuesday hockey first goal insurance bet, Sunday football parlay insurance bets, and more. It is a whole new. Ball game. Back alongside him, all Shaw Dave Ross here. Ben Fox is in with us on a Monday. He is, of course, our VEASAN VP of digital content. You can follow him on Twitter, as I do, at BFOX22. And, Ben, maybe if I was paying more attention to Twitter yesterday instead of just watching the NFL, maybe I could have seen the tragedy that played out in, in Hawaii, got some better numbers. There was madness in Circa, certainly, that you were observing as well. I was dismayed at the way the Colts game ended, but I feel like I have no room to talk after what you witnessed with that game. Well, look, everyone, when you have a bad beat, <laughs> you can't say to each his own, right? There's, there's no one that is bigger uh, than another, but this was certainly tough. The, we talked about Survivor all, all year, $6.13 million prize. We have three contestants going into this weekend. I think what was so fascinating is one of them picked on Saturday the Jaguars. Yep. Now, again, we can debate whether the Jaguars win that game if they don't get that defensive touchdown. Was it a fumble? Was it a... I, I don't know if they're going down and getting the score. But anyway, they win. He's good. He's got at least $2 million, so he's good going into Sunday. One guy picks the Seahawks, and one guy picks the Colts. Wow. Right? And you figure the Colts, again, this has nothing to do with the spread. They just have to win the game. They go down early, including a horrible pick six that Ellen, you know, Ellinger throws. It looks throws. like they're dead. Looks like they're dead. All of a sudden, second half, different team. They come back. They take the lead. Uh, so me, Bill Aidey, Dave Tooley, we're all there. We're, you know, watching this, this poor guy who is, oh, man. Who oh. is going through this. And I'll get to it in the end. It's not as bad as it sounds. There's, there's okay. still money, money that was made here. But fourth and 20, the Texans have a semi-Hail Mary, score the touchdown. Uh, of course, then Lovey Smith says, let's go for two, go for the win. Why not? They get it. And then they still have like 50 seconds left with two timeouts. Again, they're not going to, Colts aren't going to cover. They just need a win. Right. They don't do that, end up turning it over. The Texans win. So he loses that. And then the other contestant, Jed, wins with the Seahawks in overtime, oh. which you can imagine. Missed the, the field goal at the, the end of field regulation. Field goal doinking at the end of regulation. So those two contestants, two of the three, end up winning. They each get $3 million. Uh, as Dave, our own Dave Tooley reported, there was a split. Before okay, so, so subject to an, money. subject to an NDA, so we don't know exactly the split. But so he did lock that in. Uh, the contestant who had the Colts did say there was plenty of hedging. He said they were quote well hedged. So okay, I don't think it was as painful. He, 
He looked distraught, right? I would look distraught. Fourth and 20. You knock it down. With the Texans. You knock it down, but it's not, you're not even beat there. You're beat on the two-pointer, two, right? You right. still have a shot. Right. right. Exactly. Uh, so oh. just bro- – and then you have the opportunity to get the field goal as right. well. Right. So. so the hedge was between him and the other two participants? Yes. Yes. And then also, I think, some hedging. Yeah, but so, so then in essence, well. I mean, if you – well, they would have hedged during the week, Right. I would imagine beforehand. Yeah, they, yeah. they had the agreement Had to be before, before Saturday. Right. So what they right just agreed the to all taking so. $2 million each, basically? Took a chop. Yeah, they yeah. chopped it. Took they, a they chunk chopped. of. Yeah. We well, don't know he's, exactly. there, he's acting like it's like state secrets over here, CIA. Like, I mean, give me a <laughs> break. Come on. Saying, six six, six this, divided by three is one. <laughs> they'll break Can this you pass out the math test? Twitter files. They break this up. They'll come out later on in time. I mean. But just a fascinating kind of story. And then Circa Millions comes down to the end. First and second place, basically on that Packers game. One right. side had the Lions plus four and a half. One side had the Packers <laughs> minus four and a half. And actually a group from Detroit. I met those guys. With, with Derek Stevens and up celebrating as the Lions uh, win and knock out the Green Bay Packers, which as a Vikings fan, I'm never too upset about. I, I love the decision to go for it on fourth down. For by Detroit. Detroit at the oh, end. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 I, I just, and by the way, I, I mean, Dan Campbell throwing for that fourth, right? Nobody saw that coming. So, you know, nice play down the middle. I, I was really well. It was, happy an empty, it was an empty backfield. I didn't think uh, golf was going for the sneak. Oh, it was an empty backfield? Oh, wow. So he, And remember, <laughs> this is the team against the Vikings that ran Panay Sewell out. Oh, that's and had right. That, that was also a Campbell, fourth down he, call. He so. rolls those dice. Yeah. Uh, you also uh, had a, a one really big bet on that Saturday night game that you mentioned with the Jaguars. And again, you can debate to your blue in the face whether or not you thought it was a fumble or not. I, you know, was on Tennessee for the game six and a half, and then I had a little second half piece of the Jack, so it worked out well. But to be, I, I, I tweeted, I don't know. I mean, I really don't know, Ben. And, and I, I'm sure that the, the one wager there is pretty happy because he had a, a season uh, bet on the Jags to win the division. Yeah, so I, I think we all like the value, right? Everyone says, oh, there's value on a long shot. Well, it depends <laughs> whether you think they actually have a chance this was someone uh, at DraftKings, $50,000 on the Jaguars at plus 750 Ooh. to win the AFC South. This was before the season uh, on wow. August 17th. Wow. A nice $375,000 victory there. Uh, Jaguars, I think they're, what, 4-8, and eight, I believe, yeah, so, somewhere and, and in I that. I believe they started off 1-5 and were they one and five to start off the year. Def- I wonder what the numbers were then. Definitely a, a tough start. And look, the Titans were 7-3, and three, I think, and lose out. Right. You know, a tough beat also for those with Titans over, whatever that was, 8.5, oh, 9 for the, the win total. <laughs> and yeah. the division all wrapped up in one. Yep. I'm not a conspiracy theory guy, but was that the fastest review in the history of the National Football How League? How about that? Was it three seconds or even maybe less than three? Oh, you must be a pessimist if you thought it was three seconds. <laughs> I, mean, I was like, oh, this is going to take an hour. Yeah, exactly. get it like, ah, touchdown, kick it, let's go. No, like, no, 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 Joe Buck's like, it was, it was Buck, right? Yeah. I think, oh, it's good. Let's go. I'm all, I'm like, <laughs> Moving okay. along. Yeah. Like, we, we scrutinize everything, right, down to the nanosecond. But for that, for a game-changing play, for a better like that, I mean, I'm sure he's thrilled that he or she is thrilled that they just went ahead and moved on. But it's like, you don't take more time to look at well, that? They didn't want Josh Dobbs and company playing the Chargers. Uh, that was apparent. Yeah. And look, and look, give the Titans credit. They had Josh Dobbs and half their team injured, and they almost went into Jacksonville yeah. and won. Mike Vrabel is is a great coach, and you did the most with what you could. They're down to their third string. You know, I thought they, they he he couldn't have coached a better game, and 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 Dobbs for his part. I mean, that was the big play of the game. It was a good blitz. You know, they he didn't was have fine. A, yeah, I thought he was as. As good as you could expect for a guy he, off the he street. He made a major mistake on fourth down, though. You've uh, got uh, yeah. to throw the mm-hmm. ball to the past the sticks. Yep. Or at least, you know what I mean? Checking it down, it's it's a great play if you're Jacksonville, obviously, from their standpoint. But uh, that better who bet 50K on them, kudos to them. I mean, it, it look, it worked out very well that Tannehill went down because I don't think if Tannehill goes down the last three weeks, mm-hmm. I don't think the situation no. arises. I think they beat Houston and they're in a situation where they win the division. And again, uh, that game, we'll talk about this as the week goes. Right now, the Chargers are one-point favorites against Jacksonville next week. Uh, what what Boy Genius was doing playing his guys, I don't know. Mike Williams got hurt. Bosa got hurt. We'll talk about that more as the year goes on, or the week goes on. But, Ben, I did want to get to the G-Men. They're going to play the Vikings next week, and they're getting three right now. We all remember, what, was it Christmas Eve, where the 61-yarder goes in for Joseph at the gun, for the Vikings to get a three-point win. But not just this game or yesterday. Giants got that backdoor cover if you played them there. They were good all year if you were betting the G-Men week in and week out. 
Yeah, I always think it's interesting to look at the, some of these season-long trends, right? Because we're so wrapped up, as we should be, in week to week. Right. right. What's the game this week? What's the game? What's going on? What do I want to bet? The Giants were 13-4 and four against the spread this year. Best team in the NFL. And now the Bengals were 12-4, and four, mm-hmm. and who knows how that game potentially plays out. Looked like it was they, going in their direction. If they have it. So I thought that was one interesting nugget. Certainly, you know, these aren't things that are considered in coach of the year, but I, I do think we're starting to get there in terms of looking at kind of betting metrics and having that discussion as part of it. Really impressive first season for Brian Dayball. And on the other end of the spectrum, I thought interesting Tom Brady and the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, 4-12-1 and against the spread, the worst in Tom Brady's career, and this an NFL worst for the Bucs this season too. So just two teams on the opposite end, and obviously the Bucks a home dog against the Cowboys this weekend. Getting three at home. Yeah, Tampa's going to win the game. No, we'll have that stricken from the record. <laughs> well, you should have yesterday's performance by Dak stricken from the record. Jesus Christ. You know what? He is who he's always been. <laughs> what do you mean he hasn't always been this bad? He has well, always, he's never been that good. That's 15, the problem. 15 picks for Super Dak. First of all, that's your problem. You, you, you've got a guy who's like, a, you know, a eight in Alaska, and you think she's an eight in Los Angeles. That's just the reality oh, of it. I'm stealing that. I shouldn't have brought up the Cowboys. Yeah, that was, yeah, that was my mistake. Then what about that, 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 uh, the Jets game yesterday? Do you, do you want to? I, mean, I know a lot of money changed hands on that thing. I, I still can't believe what I saw. Well, first of all, I'm sorry that you had to bet on it. You had to watch that, that game. That was awful. That was, man, if there was a game that needed to be on the bottom screen, no touchdowns scored it. in the game. And you lose the handy, you lose the, the three and a half on the safety in the last play. Does Joe Flacco's contract say he's only allowed to throw the ball to Garrett Wilson? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, I didn't even know there was anybody else on the team. I thought they were going max protect, maybe one tight end in the play, and then Garrett Wilson, all right, go do your thing, kid. Garrett, go get it. This Look, this is fat. This rarely happens that you see it, but the Dolphins covered despite covering the spread for any time in the game. There, were, there was zero time. The only time that they were covering was with zero seconds on the clock after that safety at the end. So they were covering the entire game, except when they weren't. And you see where, how my day went? That, Colin Morikawa, and the Hail Mary that uh, gave the Bears the number one pick. And the Cowboys. Yeah. <laughs> so Sundays will forget. All right, Ben, we appreciate it. As always, our VP of digital content. We're back with more Big Bets in a moment. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. It's time for today's Lucky Land Horoscope with Victoria Cash. Life's gotten mundane, so shake up the daily routine and be adventurous with a trip to Lucky Land. You know what they say. Your chance to win starts with a spin. So go to LuckyLandSlots.com to play over 100 social casino-style games for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Get lucky today at LuckyLandSlots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply.